At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number three of the nightcap coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi Bebface, Scott Seidenberg. We're in for Tim Murray and Sean King. They're getting a much-needed time off here in this June. A couple of dads, so happy Father's Day to those guys um, for Tim and Sean there. But last segment, we were talking about Deshaun Watson, and he spoke for the first time. Mm -hmm. He, once again, was adamant that he did not do anything wrong with the masseuses, he had 66 of them over the, like a 12 or rather a 20 month span or so, um, and clearly a, a tough situation for the Cleveland Browns. But they brought it upon themselves by making that trade for Deshaun Watson. So yep. no sympathy coming from us. But now the point is of when are we going to hear something? Because we know something is coming down from the league, some sort of suspension eventually. We just don't know when and we don't know how long. We both think that it would be an absolute shocker if he's available for Week One, but the more and more we hear about these reports here, Scott, the more I think that a full season suspension is in play. And here are some odds right now at a sports book that is a little off the grid. But the question is, will Deshaun Watson play any regular season game for the Cleveland Browns in the 2022-23 season? Uh-huh. The yes is minus 220. The okay. no, plus 155. And he must play at least one regular season snap for the yes to be graded a winner. So, Minus 220 that he's not suspended the full year, plus 155 that he is suspended the full year. Where would you go? Full year. I'd take the plus money. 
No, I think it's going to be 10 games. So if you gave me like an over-under of like, you know, what's half the season now, I guess, uh, eight and a half or yeah. whatever. If you gave me, uh, no, 17 games. So you give, yeah, eight and a half, eight right? And a half, yep. So I would take the over eight and a half. I think that's a safer bet. I'd go over eight and a half. But I wouldn't be shocked if it's the full season. And and we talked about during the break, what are we waiting for? Are we waiting for more evidence? Like, think about this. Trevor Bauer has been suspended for the last two years mm-hmm. for Major League Baseball. He got acquitted of the everything with just one woman, one charge, acquitted. And yet Major League Baseball suspended him for two years. Mm-hmm. 24 women, Femi. 24, and this case is ongoing. And the NFL is sitting here with, I don't know, waiting for something. Yeah. I don't know. And and the NFL, they operate on their own speed. They they don't care what we all Mm -hmm. want. And I think it's a situation to where they're waiting to try to gather as much of this as possible because the civil suits, if there's no settlement, are not going to be decided until after the season here. So the league is, I think, is just waiting to see how many of these civil suits are there. There's potentially two more coming this week. Who knows what happens three weeks from now? We could be at 30, and not to like kind of just be frivolously talking about a, such a serious situation, but that this is a situation to where we just don't know how many, and I think the league is trying to be patient before deciding what the suspension is. You, you think the NFL is just waiting for like their lead, their lead council to get back from like summer vacation? I'd hope like, not. Hey, I we, hope that's not what you know, Hey, uh, season, hope, season starts. We got to get you in, in August. Training camp's on the way. Preseason. That's when you're on. <laughs> that's when you're on the payroll. I so, hope that's not what's yeah. going on. But we, we talked about it during the break, though. I think something will come up before training camp. The NFL does not want this to be a thing. The first week of training camp, they don't want Watson to be at training camp practices, playing answering in questions, yeah. playing in the preseason, acting as if this is status quo. So I think something will be coming before training camp, but training camp is not until late July. So we're sitting right now here in the middle of May. This could be four to five weeks before mm-hmm. we find out. With that said, because you said that you lean toward over eight and a half games suspended, yep. 10-ish games around there, maybe even a full year. Looking at the Browns' schedule right now and their division odds, which are off the board at some places, but some places right now they're still on the board at plus 225. This is the Cleveland Browns team that was the favorite after they made the trade for Watson. Now the Baltimore Ravens are the favorite here at plus 190. Look at the change just from last week. Baltimore and Cleveland essentially flipping there. The Bengals, their odds shortened a little bit, five cents, but they shortened a little bit, indicating that the betting market and the odds makers are now anticipating a lengthy suspension for Watson. What do you make of those odds, and what would you do looking at those current prices as we sit here on June 14th? The Ravens are the pick to win the division. The Ravens will be better. We talked about last year all the injuries that they had, right? And if they're healthy coming back this season, then i like the Ravens to win this division for sure. I'd be down with this Deshaun Watson stuff, down on the Browns completely, under on their season win totals. If you can bet it once it reopens, and who knows what number it'll reopen at once uh, any suspension gets announced. But I am banking on them to really not to have Deshaun Watson for the majority of this season. And if that's the case, then they're not going to win this division. Not with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I think the time, and I'm right there with you. I bet the Ravens last week at plus 220 to win the AFC North just because when the New York Times report came out from Jenny Ventras, like I was like, okay, this is, he's going to get suspended for a long time. Yeah. After reading that article, I was like, this is, if even half of what is reported in that article is true, it's going to be a long suspension there. So I pulled the trigger there on the Ravens at plus 220. 
Um, the Cincinnati Bengals, the defending AFC champions, mm-hmm. plus 195. They're not being talked a lot, talked about a lot here this offseason. A lot of people expect the regression of yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals. Are you one of those people that expects the regression, or do you think that Cincinnati could once again be there as a contender in the AFC? I think the schedule's a little more difficult. Uh, you know, this was a team that is going to play a, a better schedule, better competition this year, and news is out. We know who the Bengals are. There's no surprise anymore. There's no teams going to play the Cincinnati Bengals that are taking them lightly anymore. Now they go from being the hunters to the hunted with every team they're going to be playing against. So I look at them and I think that, yeah, I think that regression is coming. I think that teams are going to give them their best effort wanting to beat the reigning AFC champs, the hot shots and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Yeah, there's, there's going to be teams gunning for them. Look at how the Bengals end the season. You look at weeks 13 through 18. Home for the Chiefs, home for the Browns, home for the Buccaneers, at the Patriots, home Bills, home for the Ravens. A lot of home, but that is a difficult, difficult schedule to where, Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't know if if Watson is playing for Cleveland at that point in week 14. He might be. I think that he's probably going to get suspended the entire year was what my read on this whole thing is, but – I don't have any inside information. I don't know that. So Watson could theoretically be playing in week 14. That makes that a difficult game. The Chiefs clearly is a difficult game. Same with the Buccaneers. At New England is never easy, especially given the time of the year there, whether it's late December going into January. It's a difficult sled here for the Cincinnati Bengals to where I don't know if I want to go under or fade Cincinnati just because of what's hovering around with the Watson deal. Mm -hmm. And that's the tricky part with all these teams in the AFC North, even the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think I'd want to go under on any of these teams just because there's a realistic situation to where Jacoby Brissett starts all 17 games barring an injury. Yeah. So I think Pittsburgh is such an enigma because they, Kenny Pickett, Mm -hmm. we we expect good things, but we don't know, right? Rookie year, whatnot. Uh, Is it going to be, is it not going to be Kenny Pickett, right? We'll, we'll ask that question. In we the don't next know segment. yet. Next segment. We'll um, but they have – Tomlin's never had a losing season. Mm-hmm. And if you're asking me right now, Pittsburgh Steelers, with even with an uncertainty at quarterback, or Cleveland Browns with uncertainty at quarterback, yeah, the Browns roster might be better, but I'd rather go Steelers than the Browns just because the Watson thing is going to be a distraction for them all season long. Do you think it's a distraction on Cleveland if he's suspended the entire year? No. But if he's suspended for half the year and he's then, coming back, then it becomes an then issue. it becomes an issue. It's like, all right, hey, uh, we just got to stay above water until Deshaun comes back. Or what if, hey, Brissett's won three games in a row. Is Deshaun going to be the starter when he comes back? Or is it going to be, you know, Brissett get the start? There's just a lot of things for, for, for a coach to deal with. I don't like that at all. And I'm very fascinated to bring this conversation back to the Cleveland side of things. That roster is really, really good. It is very and good. And I like Kevin yeah. Stefanski as a head coach. Jacoby Brissett, is he a good quarterback? No, but I don't think he's terrible. Can the Cleveland Browns, based on that early portion of their schedule, because when you look at that schedule, Cleveland, it's not difficult for those first eight games. It would not shock me if Cleveland, when you look at the schedule, Scott, goes 4-4 four and four or maybe even 5-3. and three. I mean, you're at Carolina, which is going to be a coin flip game. 
is what we think right now. Regardless who's playing quarterback, we don't think it's going to be Deshaun Watson. Home for the Jets, home for the Steelers, who could be starting a rookie quarterback at that point. At the Falcons, my opinion, worst team in football. Home Chargers, going to be very difficult with Justin Herbert and that firepower coming to town. Home Patriots, also difficult as well. At Ravens, difficult. Home for the Bengals, difficult. But it's not out of the question that they win four of those games there to start the season to where I don't think it's going to be like I, like we talked about how we want to bet the negative outcomes for Cleveland, mm-hmm, their mm-hmm. unders and all that stuff. But I don't think from a game-to-game standpoint that it's going to be easy, fade Cleveland every week, fade Cleveland every week because they're still a really talented roster. Sure, it's just going to matter about the number and, and how much does the number change each and every week when you look at who's going to be their starting quarterback. And, you know, if it's going to be Brissett or if there's a week where it's not Brissett and it has to be somebody else. Yeah. Uh, also, I mean, when are they going to trade Baker Mayfield? Like, what is going on with this Cleveland Browns team? Well, that, those discussions have heated up with the Carolina Panthers. There was Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports, their insider out there, reported that that the discussions are heating up. Carolina sounds like they want him at some point for minicamp to get some reps in before training camp. We'll see what happens. I mean, we know that the NFL schedule makers purposely put <laughs> Panthers, Browns, because everyone talks about Baker possibly going to either Carolina or Seattle. That whole thing right there, I can mm. easily see it. And what a week one storyline that would be if it's Baker Mayfield going up against the Cleveland Browns there in a Carolina Panthers uniform. Um, to me, it makes Carolina a little bit interesting if they get Baker Mayfield. A lot more interesting now that it's not Sam Darnold, but we'll see how that unfolds. But to me, the Cleveland Browns, it is going to be difficult, but there's a lot of talent on that roster, so it's not an auto fade early on in the season. On the other side, who's going to be the week one starter for the Steelers? We discuss that next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with Some everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi Bebfe alongside Scott Seidenberg here. A uh, little MLB update. It looks like we're going to the bottom of the seventh in Tinseltown for the freeway series between the Angels and the Dodgers. Dodgers lead at one nothing in the Northwest. The Mariners have a 5 nothing lead on the Minnesota Twins. Julio Rodriguez now at the plate with a man on second. So you could see some fireworks at T-Mobile Park here. Mm. Mariners in control in Seattle. And I believe we're still scoreless in the top of the 10th in Arizona. Actually, now the one Reds nothing have scored. Yeah. one nothing Cincinnati right now with a man on second here, top of the 10th. Reds, Diamondbacks, but the game I know you're sweating out here profusely is the Giants run line, which was looking good about 10 minutes ago, but yeah. I'll let you give the rest of that update. Yeah, three. it was 3 nothing in the uh, top of the eighth inning, and uh, Tyler Rogers came in to replace Logan Webb, and uh, he gives up a bunch of hits and two runs, and one of them that shouldn't have scored because he failed to back up home plate on a play at the plate. The ball got past the catcher, and allowed the runner from first to go to second instead of keeping the runner at first, and then he wound up later scoring on a single. So that's it. Listen, it's 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 uh, that's fundamental. Baseball. It's fundamental <laughs> baseball, right? You got to keep the guy at first. Uh, the throw probably should have been cut off going to the plate, and then you keep the runner at first anyway. So um, that is just fundamental baseball. And now it's an interesting situation. Bottom of the eighth. Look, I need that one run here, right? So I got a leadoff walk to Yastrzemski. Wilmer Flores is up and should have walked already. Uh, instead, it's a 2-2 count. He has swung at uh, two balls already in this uh, in this at-bat. Hey, we're going to get two on for you. He's, he's going to get on base somehow, some way. There we go. So that's ball that, three. It so would have been ball five. So he is... <laughs> He, well, he had one check swing that they called a strike, so I can't blame him on a check swing, yeah. but he also swung at one that uh, was one of those, like, 55-footers that bounced say, in front of the plate. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's it's not good when that happens there. Yep. So if we can get two on for you, maybe we'll get some positive vibes out Let's there. Let's do it. In San Let's get Francisco. The win. I know uh, our very own uh, Danny Burke, host of Rush Hour uh, here on the network, uh, also has Giants run line. So. There we go. Well, rooting for you and Danny there. Everyone on the lineup that's got Giants on the run line here. <laughs> I almost want to see what happens with this at-bat here. Oh, he's going to foul that one off there. So uh, still full count 
here with the man on I don't first. Know. I, no listen, outs. NBC Bay Area. What the heck was that camera angle? Not sure. Behind home play. I can't see the pitch. I, I, I thought it was a video game. Yeah, well, what is that? What is that camera <laughs> angle? M MLB The Show has taken <laughs> yeah. over NBC Bay Area. <laughs> no offense to them. I'm sure they're doing a terrific job there. As uh, the Mariners and Twins now going to the top of the eighth there with Seattle leading 5 nothing. Let's turn our attention, though, back to the NFL. We talked about the AFC North quarterbacks, AFC North teams. The Pittsburgh Steelers, we discussed them a little mm -hmm. bit, but I want to ask you about the week one starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers because over at FanDuel, you can bet on this prop. Who will the starting quarterback be for the Steelers week one? Okay. Mitchell Trubisky, the free agent signing for Pittsburgh, minus 172. The first-round pick, 20th overall out of Pitt, Kenny Pickett at plus 134. And then everyone's favorite, Mason Rudolph, at 25 to 1. Who do you think will be behind center for the Steelers come opening day? I think it's going to be Kenny Pickett. I, I do. I mean, I kind of felt this way about Mac Jones last year. Uh, and everyone was like, no, you're going to let the, uh, you know, you're going to let Cam uh, start and, and whatever. No. Um, I, yeah, I just think that if he shows that he is every bit as good as they think he is and, and, and why they drafted him in the training camp and in preseason, I mean, this kid's going to get the start in week one. Keep in mind, they drafted him because they knew so much about him, mm -hmm. right? Because he was, you know, played played at Pitt. There's a great relationship there between the Steelers and uh, the university. And so they know him more than anybody. And if they're comfortable with what they see in camp and in preseason, I don't see why you keep him on the bench. Yeah, no, it's, it's really interesting to me because – I'm almost at a spot to where, and it might be crazy to say this, to where I don't think there's a wrong choice. Well, the wrong choice would be Mason Rudolph. I'll put that out there. The wrong choice is the guy who's 25 to 1. But um, between Trubisky and Pickett, I think the Steelers have themselves a situation to where they are upgrading the quarterback position from a year ago. Because mm. no offense to Ben Roethlisberger, who's going to go to the Hall of Fame, two-time Super Bowl champion, but... The Ben Roethlisberger we saw in 2021 was not the Roethlisberger that we've grown accustomed to in 2009, 2010. Absolutely. Those years. He was holding this team back from an offensive standpoint. He just couldn't throw and threaten defenses down the field mm -hmm. consistently. I think that with, between Trubisky with his mobility and what they can do there, I think could be intriguing. Pickett is a rookie. He could be intriguing if he's able to step up. This, to me, feels like it's an upgrade regardless who they choose to where Maybe Pittsburgh is an interesting team in a very difficult division and a difficult conference. But like we said last segment, Mike Tomlin has never been under 500. The Steelers, to me, they're not going to be a cakewalk despite what some other folks might be saying. Like, I think this is still going to be a very good team just because they're a buttoned-up organization mm -hmm. where they're going to be feisty and competitive in games. Yeah, and Najee had a great year last year. So, you know, he's still, you know, you can bank on him to have another positive season. And, yeah, I mean, I really do. I think that th this team is is going to be better than what people what, what people are expecting. Mm -hmm. And I just love the Steelers organization is when you have stability from the top down. Yep. Uh, it just – it shows. It shows in the, the performance of the players. Everybody in that organization is buttoned up. It's one of the best-run organizations in all of the NFL. Yep. So I, I, I like backing Tomlin, and I like backing the Steelers team. Yeah, no, that, that to me, their win total right now over at DraftKings 
is seven and a half. The juice is at minus one thirty. Yeah, I like the um, over. I haven't bet that yet, but I, I would lean toward the over. Yeah. To me, it's and, and you might be able to get some places it was plus one ten, but that goes to show you that people gobble that up at plus money prices. That if we're gonna give them plus money on the Steelers to go eight and nine, which is below five hundred, yeah, that, which I think seems, is the worst case scenario. I think they're a nine eight maybe. That that to me it feels like this, especially with what's going on in Cleveland that maybe things don't work out there. Um, there's always that possibility. But I think the Steelers team, they're just such a well-run organization. And you just feel good at night when you back them long-term. It's like, okay, this team, I know they're going to be buttoned up. I know they're going to do what it needs to be done. Tomlin's a good leader in underdog situations, which Mm -hmm. he thrives in. And that's the situation they're going to be often throughout this week. You're going up against that tough AFC competition. I think also from a not only just a win total standpoint, but from a week-to-week standpoint, this is a team that I think I'm probably going to be backing early on in this season, regardless who's playing quarterback. So let me give you a hypothetical. If it's um, uh, if it's Kenny Pickett to start the season, do they trade Mitchell Trubisky? Ooh, because you don't really want to go back to Trubisky if you're going to give Pickett the starting nod. I think they keep him just in case of injury. I don't think it's a crime to have two good quarterbacks. And with Pickett being mm-hmm. on the rookie deal, it's not punitive to have a free agent quarterback. And Trubisky didn't get a big deal either. So he'd just be a high, highly priced backup yeah um but i think they keep him just because of uh potential for injury Pickett's not a huge guy i mean he's kind of a slender guy you know it's a and it's a tough division that they play in that maybe he could get hurt so i think insurance wise they keep Pickett, or rather they keep trubisky mm-hmm. even if they go with Pickett week one okay i you know that there's going to be teams picking up the phone as soon as they announce kenny pickett as the starting quarterback teams are going to pick up the phone and try and get Trubisky. See, and then Seahawks, you, maybe? And then you can get some, you know, maybe draft capital or, or some type of commodity for them. Yeah. That's me. And also, you talked about the Baker Mayfield thing in the last segment. And my mind, and I don't know if it's because I'm Seattle, it instantly went to the Seahawks <laughs> because I was like, okay, this was a guy that a lot of people thought could go to Seattle. If the Seahawks don't get Baker Mayfield and if he goes to the Carolina Panthers, who the hell is it? We're really going to do the Drew Locke or Geno Smith thing. Yeah, like that's really so. what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna do. Drew Lock, that's it. It's a, I, I guess, right? I, I, it sounds like they like Lock from what I've heard and what I've read. But right now, so far, Gino has the early nod because I think he's been there. He's mm-hmm. the quote unquote incumbent. Yeah, but, I mean, it even sounds goofy to say that, but it, it could. It's gonna be one of those two guys, and I, I, I don't know what's happening in Seattle. It's. The line right now, I already bet that game, to be quiet. I, I bet it. I laid three and a half when the schedule came out. I waited two hours. I was like, I got to just – this is wrong, in my opinion. Now it's up to four, four and a half in some spots. If it gets confirmed that Baker Mayfield goes to Carolina, I think this should be starting at six, this line between the Seahawks and Broncos. I get it that the spot, it's going to be a raucous environment. Russell Wilson's going back there to Seattle for the first time as the opposition, and that place gets as loud as any place in the league. With that said, next sentence, that roster is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I I don't see it. And maybe I'm the idiot who's wrong, but I don't see it Mm. where this is under six come kickoff time. I think that's going to close six. Wouldn't be shocking if it closes six and a half. I just don't see that Seattle team. I think right now the line is hovering at where it's at because the potential for them to get a better quarterback, but that potential is slowly and slowly slipping away for the Seahawks there if Baker Mayfield goes to the Carolina. They'll get a better quarterback just in the draft next year. Exactly. (laughs) And that's not going to help them in 2022 (laughs) if they get a better quarterback in the draft. Right now that line's sitting at four as the consensus number. On the other side, let's talk a little American League Central. 
Is it a buy low spot for the White Sox? I've been asking myself that for two weeks. I'm going to ask Scott next here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi, Bebeface, Scott Seidenberg. We've been hanging out here since 7 o'clock West Coast time, 10 o'clock for our folks on the East Coast. And right now at the 930 mark, the vibes are immaculate. My guy, Scott Seidenberg, looking good here on Three the outs Giants away. run line. That's it. Three outs away. We got the insurance run we needed. It's now 4-2 Giants, bottom of the eighth. Although, hey, Brandon Crawford, get a hit here. We'll get some more runs, you know? You, you, never, you never have enough. Never have enough. You never have enough. So a little three-run blast while we're at it, you know, give you a little bit of cushion. So right now, the 4-2, the Giants lead in the bottom of the eighth. Brandon Crawford at the plate right now with men on first and second, two outs. So we'll see how that goes. Also in Arizona, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Peralta with an RBI single, or rather RBI triple, I should say, his second triple of the season to tie things up there in the bottom of the 10th. We are now going to the top of the 11th tied 1-1. One, one. Free baseball. Yeah. So free baseball going on <laughs> there at, I believe, Chase Field. Is that what they call it out there in Arizona? Yeah, unless it changed. Something like that. Maybe it changed. My apologies if it did. Um, but in the Northwest, the Mariners lead the Minnesota Twins 5 nothing in the bottom of the 8th. The Twins are currently in first place in the American League Central. And that's where we'll talk about this here real quick. The American League Central Division to mm-hmm. me is very, very fascinating. Because before the season started, all the discussion was about the Chicago White Sox, how talented they are. They won the division last year. This was the weak division out there in the American League. And here we are sitting on June 14th. Now, still a lot of baseball to be played in the regular season. But the Twins have a three-and-a-half, now three-game lead in the American League Central. The Guardians right now 29-27. and 27. The White Sox 28-31. and 31. The Twins have now emerged as the favorite. After the odds makers were holding off, it felt like for forever – White Sox kept being the favorite. White Sox, White Sox, White Sox. But at three games under 500, here they sit at plus 135. Is that a juicy enough number for you to buy in on the White Sox? No. I have not liked anything that I've seen from the White Sox this season. They've had injuries. Uh, we hoped that they would be healthy, but they've had some injuries, and they're minus 48 on the run differential. This is a team that is just not performing at the level that – and we – you know, people hope that they would perform at the start of the season. Uh, I think Tony La Russa is in a bad way, and he will be the next manager to be fired. So that's not going to be a surprise. And then who knows? Maybe if La Russa does get fired and this team has a little bit of a second-half surge, they could be somebody to back. But I love what the Twins have do- are doing. Uh, I think that what the Twins are doing is sustainable. And also... The Cleveland Guardians are mm-hmm. playing good baseball. Jose Ramirez is an MVP candidate, and, uh, you know, you just everything about them. They're a plus 34. They have the best run differential in the entire division right now. So uh, I like the Guardians more so than I like the White Sox, and I think what the Twins are doing is sustainable. So I don't think they're going to necessarily fall off a cliff here. What would you need to see to buy in on the White Sox? Um Need to see everyone. Uh, need to see winning sustained. They've won two in a row, but I need to see you know more more consistency from them. 
uh, starting pitching-wise. I need to see some better numbers, looking at, like, some of their expected numbers. Dylan Cease, of course, is pitching great, but, um, you know, not getting the stuff from Lucas Giolito that you hoped you were going to get. They already had to get rid of Dallas Keuchel because of how bad he was. Vince Velasquez was awful, and they had to, you know, put him on the IL for, you know, stinking. Um, And that's really... It's really it. They got a, they behind Dylan Cease. I don't know who else you trust. Michael Kopech, maybe. So the rotation's thin uh, in terms of guys that you trust, and offensively, just not getting the performances that you thought you were going to get. Yeah, you have the graphic up right there. That ROI is not good. That's no bueno right right there for the Chicago White Sox right now. Their World Series odds twenty eight to one. A team that was highly thought of entering this season. Would you feel better about them if they made a change at manager? Because I know you mentioned about the Philadelphia Phillies. How yeah, it's like, we've, okay, listen, they we, just hated Joe Girardi. Now they're playing a lot better. Would changing and unseating Tony La Russa make you feel good about a buy-in on the Chicago White Sox? Yeah, we have seen that Mookie Best just hit a bomb. I was, to say, I was like, was that Mookie? That was a like shot. That. And he's been slumping big time. You want to talk about a player that's been slumping, yeah. Mookie Betts. Um, but that was just a shot right there. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd think I'd like to see a surge from them. In the second half, I'd like to see a surge if they made a managerial change. And maybe that's something that the players need. Maybe they need a younger manager to be in there and, and, and kind of relate to the players more. Maybe they don't like a style of, you know, an OG like Tony La Russa. So <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm not so sure what we can expect from this team moving forward. Um, but just looking up and down the lineup, like it, it's you're not getting you're not getting what you really thought you were going to get when the season started. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Eloy Jimenez gets hurt again, and that's a guy who I thought was going to be primed for a big season and obviously can't, just can't stay healthy. Uh, you know, Anderson has missed time, and, and you know, th- there's there's a lot going on with this team. Vaughn out of the lineup in certain roles that just confusing. Tony LaRusso's lineups are confusing, so not a team I'd buy in on right now. It's interesting because baseball futures – always the odds change so slowly because there's so much data. It's not like the NFL to where one win can drastically change the win probability on a division where, oh, like you lost in week 13, boom, now you're from minus 110 to now all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're plus 157 or something like that. Baseball, it takes a little bit of time, and that's almost looking like why the White Sox are still there at plus 135 after being heavy favorites to win this division before the season started. For them to be sitting at plus 135, the market is still – Almost playing catch up. Like, I don't know if this is the bottom for their number just yet. Like, maybe this is where it is. Maybe they turn things around starting next week Mm -hmm. so people start feeling good about them. But it almost feels like this isn't quite the bottom, which is why I haven't bought in just yet. I've been looking at their price of like, all right, do I want to do this is what I'm selling myself. Let's look at the stretch here for the White Sox as well. Because, yeah, maybe we can find it out looking at the schedule. So you got Houston. You got a three-game set in Houston. Then you got three games against Toronto. That is a tough six-game stretch. I was going to say, I was like, we haven't reached the bottom yet. Four (laughs) games against Baltimore is not going to be a pushover. Uh, at the Angels, you start a West Coast trip. West Coast trips are usually difficult. So you got eight, three at the Angels, then three at the Giants. Then you get Minnesota, and then you wrap up your first half with, you know, a four-game set at Cleveland and a four-game set at Minnesota. This is a difficult finish to the first half of the season for the White Sox. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's the, the play is then maybe wait for the All-Star break to then buy in on the White Sox if you still believe – that they can possibly turn things around. If not, at that point, that's so. Right. In the second half, in the second half, they'll play Colorado, Oakland, Kansas City, Texas, 
um, Seattle, Oakland again. Um, so a little bit, they do have some lighter stretches in the second half. Yeah, I, I think we've, we, we've identified a spot to maybe buy in. But at least sure. until that point, we can gather the, gather the data, mm-hmm. see if they're playing a little bit better. And if they're not, we don't have to ever buy in. If they are, or if they're at least showing signs of life, maybe at the All-Star break, we can make a bet in on the American League Central. Is there any other team outside the White Sox? Because it's been a very White Sox-centric discussion. Mm -hmm. Anybody else in the American League Central that you want to buy in? Because the Twins, you said you think this is sustainable. That's even money right now in a three-game lead in the division. Maybe the Guardians. I like what they've uh, absolutely like what the Guardians have done so far this season. Um, there's a lot to like about this team, and just like I said, Jose Ramirez is an absolute MVP candidate. I mean, this guy is one of the best hitters in all of Major League Baseball, and he's not a guy that gets a ton of like fanfare and publicity because he's kind of quiet. Like he even talked about how you know his contract is like he just doesn't care about money. Like this is just it's it's really is something uh, he really is a special hitter for the Guardians. Well, we care about money on this show because we like to cash tickets for you guys, and hopefully we can cash together here. Hopefully you can cash this need three Giants outs. run line. Yeah, you need it's three a, outs. a walk to start the top of the ninth, which is yeah, not good, yeah, but not, it's okay. Not what we want to see. One pitch, so. one pitch double play. We got to you know two no, outs. To, little double play ball. Maybe we'll get that we going there. Mariners lead five nothing. Top of the ninth. Right now we're one one. Top of the eleventh. Two on, though, for the Cincinnati Reds as they try to get a little separation against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And it is 2-0 in, I believe, the bottom of the eighth for the L.A. Dodgers after that Mookie Betts solo shot out to left center. Um, White Sox did win today, 5-1 over the Detroit Tigers. Mm-hmm. They were able to cash that ticket, minus 180. We saw the Baltimore Orioles defeat the Toronto Blue Jays, 6-5. That was a... Plus 190 ticket for the Baltimore Orioles, cashing that one north of the border. You say Kikuchi is a guy, he just, this is what, this was an Orioles opportunity. My play of the day today was the over five in the first five innings Mm -hmm. because the Blue Jays offense has been very good. But also, you say Kikuchi is an auto fade right now for the Toronto Blue Jays. He's by far the weakest part of their rotation, a guy that they absolutely cannot trust right now. And the Orioles jumped out to, well, they scored five or six runs against them early on. Yeah. Now, you say Kikuchi, former Mariner pitcher, you say Kikuchi there. Um, But yeah, he's, he hasn't been great for the Toronto Blue Jays. No. Uh, the Red Sox, though, they continue to play a little bit better. They beat the Oakland A's today 6-1 to one there as minus 235 favorites. Houston beats Texas 4-3 to three out there in Arlington. And the Braves have won 13 straight games 13 straight. and are still five games back. <laughs> the Mets are playing well. well. I don't know what to tell you. The Mets are playing well, but the Braves hot on their heels. Can't slip up because the defending World Series champions are coming. On the other side, we turn our attention to tomorrow's action, including Stanley Cup Final Game 1, Lightning. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. 
Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is the final segment of the nightcap coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi Bebfe alongside a happy Scott Seidenberg, yeah. who has now cashed on a ticket. Scott? Yes. Uh, Giants do complete the win. They cover the run line, winning 4-2. to two. So the baseball plays up on the VEASAN Daily Best Bets page, exclusive for subscribers. A uh, 3-0-1 day today with the one push being the Reds in the first five. So uh, if you aren't a subscriber, do yourself a favor and become one, and you could have access to the Daily Best Bets page as well. Or befriend Scott, get his phone number, and text him <laughs> incessantly all throughout the day asking for his baseball picks. <laughs> you can also, I guess, go that route as well. But we prefer you to subscribe. Make sure to subscribe to the Beast and Best Bets page. Good plug there as we roll along here. Uh, so the Giants win it 4-2. to Mariners up 5 nothing in the top of the ninth. They're trying to close this game out. They're at T-Mobile Park. The Dodgers still, is that 2 nothing still I'm looking at right now? Yep, 2 nothing and top of the ninth, top and uh, Kimbrell is in. And this is a, a Tuesday that has been dominated by the favorites. Yep. Uh, I think the only underdogs that have won today are, I believe, the Marlins over the Phillies, the Orioles over the Blue Jays, and that's got to be it, I think. 
Um, that's it. I don't think there's any other. Oh, maybe the Reds. The Reds won off maybe as a small dog, and right now they're in the going to the bottom of the eleventh against the Diamondbacks. But even with that said, I mean that's a big money line parlay day. You know, sure. Like a lot of folks who you know. Well, I'll tell you what. Up. Think about this: the heavy favorites, right? Dodgers, mm-hmm. right now covering the run line. Giants covered the run line. Red Sox covered the run line. Uh, the other heavy favorites, I guess that was it. Um, yeah. That's maybe. I mean, yeah. New York wasn't heavy, but they were minus two twenty. The Yankees. Oh, the uh, Yankees. Yeah, Yankees. Yeah, they, they covered the run line. Yeah. Uh, the Mets were a minus one fifty favorite. They covered. Uh, they win four nothing. So, well, yeah, it's a, a, probably a good day for the public here. On uh, oh, and the White Sox. White Sox covered the run line as well. Mm-hmm. So, good day for the public here on Tuesday. Yeah, we like it when the public is flush with money. Yes. Flush with funds heading into tomorrow's action. Oh, there's a lot of good action tomorrow. There's a lot it, of good it, action. Including, including a spot where I might like the plus money on the Tigers against the White Sox. Hold Why? That. Hold, hold that. I okay. want you to hold that thought because yeah. I, I want to start with the Stanley Cup final here real quick. Sure. Because the hockey game is the game that a lot of people have their eyeballs on, but I want you to hold that thought for your plus money play here as a dog in the MLB. But the Stanley Cup final tomorrow, the Avalanche are the favorites for game mm-hmm. one, taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know that you like a play in this game here for tomorrow night, right? Why don't you let the folks know what yeah, you're eyeing? Yeah, I'd go lightning in the under. Um, so right now you got the under six and the lightning and the money line. So if you take those two, a two-leg parlay, it's plus 358 just between those two right there. I think it's a correlated play throughout this entire series. If you like the lightning to win, you're going to like this to go under. I think the under is a play, especially in game one with Colorado coming off of such a long layoff. Yeah, I almost because we had Greg Wasinski on of ESPN earlier in the show, and he thought that the games in Colorado might get a little, you know, free flowing. And I almost think that the game two over might be a look there. But mm-hmm. the game one, lightning in the under, I kind of like where you're at right there. The consensus right now, Colorado minus 160 on the money line, the lightning plus 135 with a total at six. Now it's juiced to the over, but I rock with you there with that liking, liking the under because I think Colorado starts off yeah. a little slow there early on. But Major League Baseball for tomorrow. I know you're itching to get at this action here. Yeah, Vince Velasquez for the White Sox is on the hill. Uh, last time we saw him was uh, May 24th against the uh, Red Sox. He went three innings, three scoreless innings. Uh, I believe that was right before he went to the IL. So um, mm-hmm. before that, though, this is a dude that just gets lit up. Uh, four runs against Kansas City, seven runs against the Yankees, five runs against Minnesota. So um, curious to see. Uh, about Velasquez against uh, Fajardo there for the Tigers. So no line out on this game just yet, but that's one certainly to pay attention to. Uh, you got Pablo Lopez going for the Marlins against uh, Gibson for the Phillies. So maybe the Marlins, a little plus money play, could be uh, worth a look. Um, elsewhere, just looking down these starting pitchers. Mm. So Circa has a line for this White Sox-Tigers game. Right now, the Tigers, if you want that plus money, it's plus 102. Yeah, so that's so little. See, it's not. See, they know. They're hip to you. They know. They know. Uh, I'll tell you what I do like, though, and a plus money play here. Tampa Bay against the Yankees. Shane McClanahan on the hill against uh, Nestor Cortez. And I think the Rays in the first five innings could be worth a play. I might lay a little bit of a juice here and take plus a half a run even on the Tampa Bay Rays in the first five innings. You might not have to actually have to lay that much juice here because they are underdogs. So Tampa Bay in the first five might be a plus 120 play. You maybe lay minus 130 on the plus a half a run. But Shane McClanahan has just been absolutely unhittable uh, this season. And I tweet, I tweet about this kid every start 
and I'll actually uh, <laughs> look at this here. The last time I tweeted about him was on June 3rd. So right now we're at June 14th. So as of June 3rd, I talked about him allowing only four runs over his last 30 uh, first five innings. So that was as of June 4th, right? So now let's see. He went eight shutout innings his last start. So that means over 35, 40 innings. This dude is just doesn't allow runs. So I'm going to go with uh, Shane McClanahan. I'll back him. He is the favorite right now to win the American League Cy Young Award. So back McClanahan uh, against Nestor Cortez, who showed a little bit of vulnerability in his last start out. You know, he got hit for the first time, really, this season. So I do like taking the plus money there with McClanahan and the uh, Rays against the Yankees. What about the freeway series? They're Angels and the Dodgers. They'll do it again there. A couple of lefties on the mound for both teams in this series. Right now, the opening number for the Dodgers, minus 195 at home. The Angels plus 165 with a total of nine. Anything for you in that late game tomorrow night? So I like the over, actually. Um, this has been an under game here today on Tuesday. I think it'll be the opposite coming up on Wednesday. So Tyler Anderson, also much like Nestor Cortez, for the first time this season, got roughed up in his last start. So And Reed Detmers has not been the same since he threw that no-hitter. So uh, I'd be looking at the, you know maybe attacking, um, maybe attacking an over here, although Detmers... Did have some decent starts his last two times out, but didn't make it past the fifth inning. So, you know, you guy can't give you any length. Uh, that's something, you know, something that you don't like. Um, I could see runs being scored here in this matchup coming up on Wednesday. Also, Blue Jays might be worth a look here. Bounce back after the loss. You got Jose Barrios on the mound against Bruce Zimmerman. Toronto, a heavy favorite. They're minus 290. Uh, the Mets will be underdogs at home against Corbin Burns. And Corbin Burns has not been the Corbin Burns from last season. So maybe the Mets at a plus money value here at home with how great that they have been. So there's a couple of games on the schedule that, you know, you can look at. And also, here's an interesting one. Jack Flaherty makes his debut this season for, uh, or his, yeah, his debut this season for the uh, Cardinals against Rosny Contreras, who's been really good for the Pirates. So, might be something interesting there. I always like, this game is going to be a night game, but I always like playing something of maybe an under fading teams after a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. And so that would be something that I would look at here, maybe an under eight and a half in the uh, Pirates and the Cardinals. Or maybe backing a Pirates team that almost got no hit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's also an angle as well. We oh, got- I wish they threw a no hitter, by the way, because... <laughs> yeah. I fade teams after a no-hitter, and it has been extremely profitable. Like, what I, I mean extremely profitable. There's something about the next day after the no-hitter where the teams just show up completely flat. So, well, it's, it's all that good you know why? you had It's the because they are out partying and celebrating that night after the no-no. So <laughs> I wish that uh, they did not um, – they did not uh, – they did throw a no-hitter here. So, let's see. Um, oh, here it is. Here's the stat. Eight of the last 11 teams to throw a no-hitter have scored two or fewer runs the next day. That's why you tune in, folks. That's why you tune in. For the Nuggets like 
that. Because they're out partying. Out partying. You know, we're not out partying. We're out here grinding. Um, but Although you might be out partying. I don't know what you're up to these days. <laughs> we got about 40 seconds left. And if you can tell the story in 20 seconds, I just always wanted to ask you, in your bio, you said you took a punch from Charlie Sheen. Yes. And it has what, to do with Major League Baseball. What, Major, what, what happened there? Major League Baseball all-star game in San Diego. That was when Giancarlo Stanton, the home run derby on top of the Western Supply Building, uh, at the MLB Players Association party, um, it was inadvertent, but did clock me in the side of the head and uh, spent the next about 45 minutes apologizing to me. Who was he going for? Don't know what he was going for, but I got free drinks the rest of the night. There you go. Free drinks on Charlie <laughs> Sheen. Hopefully we can get free drinks from the tickets that we cash later on tomorrow. Thank you to Steve Sands of the Golf Channel, Dieter Kurtenbach, columnist of the Bay Area News Group, and Greg Wachinski of ESPN. For Scott Seidenberg, I'm Fabian Bebefe, our entire crew here at the Circa. Coming up next, the look ahead with Greg Peterson here on VSIN the Sports Betting Network. Before you place your next bet, visit vsin.com for all the latest data and powerful betting tools. Start with our live odds, team comparisons, and previews for every game on the schedule. Then dive deeper with live tracking of betting trends and line movements. And don't miss our unique tool. Don't miss our unique tool. Don't miss our unique tool. Don't miss our. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.